You're Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Oh man, I'm bored. <sighs> I sure do wish there was something to do. I know. How about this? Marijuana Mogul! That's right, Marijuana Mogul, a fast-paced competitive card game in which two to six adults over 21 attempt to build a successful dispensary by cornering the market on the most popular marijuana strains and cannabis-related products. Super Lemon Haze, OG Kush, Grape Ape. So don't forget. Forget what? Marijuana Mogul, the card game. When? February 13th, 2018. Where? You'll be able to find the link to the Kickstarter at www.facebook.com slash our username got banned. Wait, what? Go get the card game Marijuana Mogul on Kickstarter starting February 13th, 2018. www.facebook.com slash our username got banned. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bless Your Heart number 16. I'm April with You Gonna Meow Podcast Network, and I am here today with Chris Cox. Um, he is a local comedian and runs a couple of shows, and he's going to be running some more. And when we say Chris Cox, it is spelled K-R-I-S, and the last name is spelled C-O-X, Chris Cox. Okay, Chris, give us your social media, introduce yourself, let everybody know who you are. All right, so as April said, I am Chris Cox. Uh, you can find me on Facebook that way. Uh, through Twitter, it is it is so much worse. It's very complicated because I didn't think I was going to actually go okay, anywhere or do anything. I'm say it. Okay, yeah. go for it. I-C-N-T-B-L-V-I-I. J-N-D-T-W-T-R. I can't believe I just what? Joined Twitter. (laughs) Okay. I was adamantly opposed to it for like two years, and then I realized it was going to become necessary, and I thought that would be a cool, fun thing. But then you can't just tell people it's I can't believe I joined Twitter without the vowels. People don't get it. They'll... They'll mess it up, and then nobody finds me. So now I have to sit here and spell it out every time. Well, it does have a vowel in it, the I. That's true. The, yeah. But like they'll go. It's got two eyes in it. Actually, there are some vowels in there. That's why they see, mess it look, up. There's just see. There's just no easy way to do it. There's just no easy way. Um, <laughs> on YouTube, you can find me just under Chris Cox. Okay. It's much easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll know it's me because I am uh, just as always. It's me tipping the hat. Right. You know, I look I look very much like the kind of guy you don't want to walk up and talk to in a Barnes and Noble. What? <laughs> Why would you say that? Uh, fedora wearing people are just not there's there's this whole stigma around just the hat itself on any guy so who has a beard. So you're aware of that. So you're aware of that. Oh yeah. Okay, so why do you choose to wear it then? Okay, so I was cleaning airplanes. I, one of my jobs before I left Alaska was fleet service. Mm-hmm. Um which is a James Bond way of saying I'm an airplane janitor. Okay. And in one of the uh overhead storage bins, mm-hmm. I ran into this hat. And before I had found this hat, I didn't wear hats. My dad tried for years. He gave me beanies, gave me baseball hats, whatever, cuz he's a Niners fan and he wanted me to wear all the Niners gear ever, right? Didn't like hats. I found this fedora. It was just solid black. Mm -hmm. I know. I I had to look at the one one. you had. There's a story about this one. Okay, go ahead. So uh, I put it on my head, though, because I was like, why not? Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to wear a hat. I just never found one that felt right. 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 Stuck it onto my head, and it just, I was there. I was like, oh, 
And then like two of the people who work with me turn around and they go, what? I was like, I'm not giving this hat back. <laughs> my hat yeah now. that was that was very out loud and then from then on like i it was that hat for a year okay and i just wore it every day just like i do you know these ones okay no i i, I mean it's 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 an interesting um it's an interesting style choice because if you understand the uh like you said the 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 whole thing that goes with being the dude that wears the fedora then you understand like because even i like it the first time i ever met you i was like oh there's the dude with the fedora mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah but you fortunately your personality doesn't seem to fit yeah i i am a kind and awesome enough person that it balances it back out <laughs> and people find me semi-approachable eventually <laughs> i i don't know i think you're very approachable it's okay. Um, before we go much further, I need to kind of do my housekeeping. Um, my name is April Gallaty, and uh, this is uh, Bless Your Heart with You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. You can reach me at April at YouGonnaMeow.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Tumblr uh, as You Gonna Meow. It's really easy. Y-O-U-G-O-N-N-A-M-E-O-W. And um, we have a Kickstarter coming up in uh, very soon because this this episode goes up on February 12th and then um, our Kickstarter kicks off on February 13th and uh, it is called Marijuana Mogul. And oh yeah, I've seen that pop up in my in in the Facebooks. Yeah, that is a that's a card game that we uh, we 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 basically hired somebody to create it, and uh, the guy who created it he he created the gameplay and the design. His name is uh, Mike Hall. He is the best artist you've ever seen in your life. I have like his artwork all over my house. <laughs> And I love, well, I love him too. So that's that's a different story. But he's a good friend of ours. But we hired him to do this, and so he created this card game. Which, like I said, he's a he's a, he's a game maker anyway. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we're super excited about that. So be on the lookout for that. So that's coming. You can get yeah. in there and get a game. I think it's it's less than twenty five dollars. I think. Right. I figure I'll have that. I'll have flux, and I'll have cards against humanity, and then I can get stoned or drunk with anybody, and my night is good. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh, you know what? Speaking of those type of games, Damon and I. Did did um, a marriage survival boot camp. So if you're listening to any of the shows on the program or on this network, um, d- my husband and I do one called Marriage Survival Boot Camp. That is about just it. We just we have a lot of people ask us like, how did you guys stay married for 23 years? How did you know and all that stuff? So that's what we're talking about. And we're just starting it off with our origin story and going from there. Yeah, that just popped out last week, right? Yeah, it did. It just popped out last week. Episode two was yesterday. And uh, the, from episode two, if you, if you listen to both of them, I'll go ahead and give you the answer to the question from episode two, uh, Marriage Survival Boot Camp, which was we were talking about a game and I kept calling it the midget game. Are you talking about Munchkin? Yes. Okay. You figured it out. Damon and I sat here and debated for 15 minutes. I could not get the word Munchkin to come to my brain. And the midget. Could, it was the, the midget. The midget game. <sighs> and he was like, so the midget game is Munchkin, so... And now we know. And now you know. So anyway, all right. So there's my housekeeping. Sorry about that. So that's okay. We got firmly distracted in the middle of mine by stories, which is what happens when I talk. Don't feel yeah, bad. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. So uh, just to finish me off here, I mean, Whoa. you know what I've I mean. I've already threatened that's to take not... our, uh, that we'll be taking our clothes off by the end of this, and now we're finishing you off. Okay, go for it. <laughs> my girlfriend's gonna listen to this. And I'm going to hear about this. It's going to be great. You hang out with comedians. I know. I know. Uh, you so, are a comedian. Speaking of, my email address is yes. 
Chris, K-R-I-S, comedian at gmail.com. Nice. You can reach me anytime, day or night. Um, let's see. That's YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, and then my comedy page on Facebook is Chris Comedian, but it's K-R-I-S-K-O-M-E-D-I-A-N. Okay. Oh, you couldn't get Chris Comedian with a C in Comedian? Oh, I could have, I'm sure. But uh, I was never going to make the page. Ah. And so my roommate I was living with at the time, uh, I hope you get to meet him at some point. He's a real cool dude. He's, uh, wow, why can't I remember Josh's last name? (laughs) Maybe Josh doesn't want you to tell his last name. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe hey, maybe we can introduce our roommate our roommates to each other. I mean, that would actually probably go real well. It probably will. Well, we're all gamers and play game, play games and card games and yeah. smoke weed and do all that stuff. So yeah, Josh is cool as shit. He's uh he's actually the front man for Rainbow Electric and Rainbow Acoustic, which are uh, local Portland bands. Oh, okay, right on. Um, and he was so angry about the fact that I just never went and created my own page. So one night he got super drunk and pissed off about it, and then he just made it for me. That's why the tagline in there uh-huh. is the safe word is mayonnaise. I didn't write any of that. That's all him. <laughs> I like that safe word. That's a good safe word. That's almost as good as jelly beans. See, my safe word is pineapple. Mine's jelly beans. Them and I use jelly beans. And then we have, and then years later, when we moved out here, we met someone who had a car and his tag is jelly bean. <laughs> and we're just like, it's like J L Y B E A N, I think. I think that's what seven letters you can get in yeah, that makes order sense. or something like that. But anyway. So, anyway, so we were going to talk about the fact that we got Valentine's Day coming up. Mm-hmm. So, this drops on the 12th. Valentine's Day is two days away. What, what kind of special plans do you have for your lovely girlfriend? Uh, Valentine's Day itself, I'm just doing a show still. <laughs> oh, comedy takes over everything. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be probably my best show this month. Nice. Um, I'm getting uh, John Quincy II, who was uh, a a featured uh, guest on Seth MacFarlane's new show, The Orville. Okay. And I'm going to have Belinda Carroll, who has been on Portlandia. Okay. And I'm going to have Ben Harkins from... Ben Harkins, or the Ben Harkins with Ben Harkins, which aired here locally uh, for, I think it was six weeks mm. um, on on whatever the local uh, channel is. I don't have TV, so I don't know that. Okay, that's fine. Um, not that anybody, usually most people listen to podcasts like as they're driving around and stuff, not like they're going to be like, oh, let me go look that up right now. I don't know. They might. You can find the whole thing on YouTube as it turns out. There you go. So, oh. so if you want it, there you go. The Ben Harkins with Ben Harkins. That'd be great. That's a great name of a show. So that's Wednesday at Feckin, right? Yes. Feckin. F-E-C-K-I-N. Brew, brew. At the Feckin Irish Brewery. Mm -hmm. Every Wednesday, we've got axe throwing from six to eight. Mm -hmm. uh, And then from eight to nine is the showcase. And then from nine to ten, I have an open mic. So if anybody's ever in the area of Oregon City, you're out on a Wednesday and you think you're feeling funny... Come on in. I'm sure I've got some stage time for you. You know what's interesting? It's a nice little place too. I really like it. It's very homey. There seems to there's it's a really nice like kind of combo between comedians and customers. You know, because you never want to go in and do an open mic that's just comedians. Because then yeah. they're all in their own heads. They're thinking about their set. They don't have time to judge you on yours. So yeah. well, they can, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, you want you want a few people. 
you know, that are there, just not just the bartender and all the comedians. So yeah, that's really, I really liked Feckin'. It's, it's just so far away from where I live. I know. I know. It's pretty far away from where I live. I have to make it from Beaverton out to there before the show starts each, each week. Yeah. And I get off at five. And you have to be there at six. No, seven. Mm, I like to try to be there by seven to seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine now. It used to start at seven. And so getting from Beaverton to out there before the show started mm-hmm. was awful. Oh, I imagine. Uh, so I got real lucky when he was like, hey, we should totally have axe throwing. And I was like, yes, always. For one. For two, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then <laughs> he informed me that he had hired some guys that just professionally set up an axe throwing like booth type thing. You've nice. seen it. It's yeah, very batting it, yeah. cage. It is. Yeah. Ish. Um, first and, time I went into the women's restroom there, I was, wasn't sure if it was directly behind it. And I'm like, and there's no ceiling on the women's restroom. I did not know that. Yeah. There's no ceiling on the women's restroom. So you could just like, I was like, well, now I gotta, now I gotta come? look up and find out whether there's a ceiling on the men's room. I just, women notice these things. <laughs> you just know, you're like, where can you, women want, you know how they say that men are afraid that women are going to make fun of them and women are afraid that men are going to kill them. Yeah. Okay, well, it's the same kind of concept. Every room you walk into, you're like, are there cameras? Who's got them up? Where are they trying to see? And you're like looking under the, you know, because you just don't know. And, and we're especially in like kind of lean-to bathrooms like that is, because it does seem kind of a lean-to bathroom. Hey, but... that is a real building, April, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, the ba- well, the, the building is dead. It's feckin' Irish brewery. It is dedicated to beer. <laughs> This is true. I mean, they're like, we understand that people have to use the bathroom and we understand we have to do it sanitarily, but this building is dedicated to beer. <laughs> so go to that corner over there with that toilet behind that door. <laughs> that door. And so Look, they, you're like, okay. They put a mirror up in there for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not complaining. Like I said, I love the beer. Don't get me wrong. It's a great place, actually. I do like it. It's, I really enjoy it. It's just so far away. I know. That's why. Tell the owner to pick it up, move it closer to Portland. I mean, obviously the answer, right? Right. You just need to move the whole beer silo. I need to be convenient. Yes. Ob- <laughs> yeah. This is what it's all about, April. I'm, I'll get Mark right, right the fuck on Tell this. I need April to be convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mark. But hey, at least, you know, we're talking about him. I know, And, you know, we're not going to help him one little bit. So, hey. <laughs> we're that popular. That's what I wrote on my bio. Oh, I applied... Was it you that said that you got, mm, this is going to sound really rude, and I'm really sorry if it does. Was it you that said that you you got, you submitted to some festival and got. Yes, I got, turned... I got my first rejection letter. Well, I just submitted to my very first uh, 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 festival, festival, so I'll probably be getting mine soon, too. Was it Undertow? Yes. Okay. I haven't heard back from them about mine yet. Okay. So we're going to see. Okay. Yeah, I applied yeah. to Undertow today. So. I, I applied to Undertow and the Hilarious Comedy Festival. Ooh, where is uh, the Hilarious? Seattle. Ooh, I should do that one too. Well, they already made their decisions. Oh, it's too late. Oh, well. um, And I did not make the cut. I'm sorry. Hilarious is, is uh, the, the one I got rejected from, but it came with the most eloquent and sweet rejection letter ever. I was like, does this guy know me? No, you save those. What you do is you save those, and then later you, you like, tape them together, and you create a giant file out of them. You, like, take a picture of it, create a giant file of all your rejection letters, and then one day when you're famous, 
you have that turned into wrapping paper <laughs> and you send gifts to all the places that rejected you and you say, hey, oh, I'm man. rich and famous now. Fuck you. <laughs> well, look, and like I said, though, it was it was so kind and sweet the way he went about it, though, because no, his whole thing was like, I don't want you to feel bad about not having made it in, because mm -hmm. apparently what happened was they only have 30 spots. Oh, OK. And they've only been going for four years. They didn't think it would get that popular that quick. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this year, 175 people applied. Wow, that's great. And he was like, I don't even know what to do with as many people. And I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's really no, that's good for him. It's, it's better to have too much business than not enough. And that means that maybe next year he'll look for more venues and and have more spaces for like the newer folks coming up. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. No, I was. I'm just. I uh, like I said. I rem saw somebody online say that, and it, it's so funny. I have been talking about for like four months now. Like I really want to get rid of Facebook. I really want to get off Twitter. I really hate all this crap. And then I started a business, and all I do is stay on Facebook. Like I yeah. communicate with everybody through Messenger. I'm, you know, I'm trying to get to know everybody in town, but you know what? You were talking about them being like a really polite thing. I've noticed at least out here on the West or Northwest coast, I guess, Oregon, I don't really, um, I can't say I have a lot of experience, but the people I have, ex have met in this area all seem to be really supportive. Like comedy wise, like everybody's yeah. like comedians, like there's a, there's a weird push and pull off comedians. You find people you like, you, of course you're going to meet people you don't like, and it can be personality wise, or it can be like, um, you know, maybe somebody doesn't like your particular brand of humor or that sort of thing. But, um, it's, uh, I've noticed that as a general rule, most people are really supportive and that's really good. Actually. Yeah. 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 Do you perform at Helium? Um, I have never been like on a show there, mm -hmm. uh, but I've I've gone for the open mic a couple times. Have you gotten on? Uh, yes, I get uh, on about once every six weeks. It seems. Yeah, I don't I don't show up often enough for that. Mm -hmm. uh, the times I've been on were like, I my first time I they told me that if you write first time next to your name, they'll put you on. Right. Uh, so I did that, and they put me on, and it that was, was cool. Mm -hmm. It went well. Um. And then the second time, it had been like eight months, and I walked in, and they were like, is this your first time? And I was like, yeah. Totally. Totally. If you don't recognize me, then yeah, obviously. <laughs> I don't know. Nick is pretty smart. I mean, he keeps up with kind of – he seems to know everybody. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Uh, Nick is like the – I don't know if he's the manager or the assistant manager or something like that, but he is always there, and he seems to like have er – like, he has everything under control. You know, and I think he makes the list for the comedians. And so, I, yeah, somebody I somebody goes back and curates it. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. He seems to know everything. Every, every time I ask something there, they're like, go ask Nick. So, yeah, Nick's the guy that knows. So last time I was at Helium mm -hmm. uh, trying to get on the open mic, I didn't make it. I didn't either. Um, that's right. We were there together. We were there together. Yeah. Uh, we were talking uh, with D. Martin Austin. Mm -hmm. uh, have you had him on here yet? Oh, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. that uh, makes sense. That is the only, this is really awful. He's the only repeat you've had? No, he is the only episode I had to pull. Yeah, we both got it, it, too much alcohol. Things, uh, things were said. Okay. Yeah. Well. It happened. I can say that, yeah. I need to get him back, though, because I want to have another, because he was so fucking hilarious and great. But anyway, I'm sorry. He is. I, I, I love D. Yeah. Um, we were talking, right, and... I was uh, complaining about how tired I always am trying to keep make this show happen, mm -hmm. the the one I do out at Feckin. Uh, and his whole response to that was, oh, just just do what I did. Um, get co-producers. 
And I was like, that's a great idea. Yeah. I was like, oh man, that would be cool. He's like, yeah, all, all I do right now, like, like, you know how you have to handle booking and promotion and com comedian wrangling. And I was like, yeah. He's like, I just wrangle comedians. I show up, I get drunk, I talk and I wrangle comedians and it's a fantastic night. And I was like, <laughs> oh, and he's like all that stress, all that anxiety you deal with, you could just not. And so I heard him and I listened to all that. And what I went and I did is now I'm starting another show all by my goddamn self. Okay. And where is this new show? <laughs> so starting March 3rd, mm -hmm. uh, every Saturday, I'm going to have a weekly showcase followed by an open mic mm -hmm. at the British Overseas Restaurant Corporation in North Portland. Bork? Bork. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a good name for it. And so far, the only thing that keeps coming back to me is borking with laughter. And I want to put like a seal on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Bork, Bork. No, that's too goofy. Well, mm. have you met me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> British overseas. Uh -huh. And then because I figure, OK, I want to make it another acronym then. And I was like, OK, so stand up comedy or stand up. Right. So you've got S-U, uh -huh. comedy, S-U-C. Uh -huh. And then I was going to put it with Chris. Suck at Bork. And I was like, no, that's not no. that's not the way she wants that advertised. That's not going to work. <laughs> so I'm going to keep working on it. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I have kind of a similar similar problem. I have been trying to figure out for years how to put the word cunt on a car tag. <laughs> I I have I have tried to think up. You can't do it in elite because it looks too much like the word. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to come up with like a, a secret way of doing it, but I have yet to, to do it. Because you can't even do it with re you can't even really do it with like numbers like the number letter switch because the letter T and the letter N and the letter T are double digits so it takes up too many numbers. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, a T is a seven. Yeah, I know. Well, that's true, but you can't do it really do it in leak because it looks too much like the word. They won't. It won't pass. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. There, there are people that watch for that sort of thing. Well, somebody has a real boring day job. I know, right? I, you know what? They have this thing called the cultural trust tag. Have you seen that for Oregon? No. All right. It's kind of an orangey tag, and it usually only has four letters or numbers, and it has a C-U for cultural trust. It's it's like the C and the So it has C-U, and I was like, I got to come up with something like N-T-O, and then I need two letters. Like, I'm into what? But I just want that in. I just want that C U N T on my tag. That's all I want. Look, everybody's got to have dreams. I know. Okay, <laughs> you're you're just shooting for the fucking moon here. I'm gonna make this word normal, and if it's the last thing I do, I'm pissing off every fucking female comic in in the world. But I love it. No, no, no. Once you go over to London, actually, that's not gonna be an issue. They don't. I know. They don't, they don't care. Shit. They don't care. I'm I'm going to try. Uh, we're not actually going to London. We're going to Aylesbury, which is about an hour from London. So hopefully we can take the train. I mean, that's yeah. Enough. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Like, that's less than from here to Seattle. But um, I think we're going to go to London. And uh, Christopher Boatwright put me in contact with uh, friends. Yeah. 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 So I've already met like a, a couple of people online. It should should be interesting. We'll see what happens. So. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be an awesome yeah, time. Should be fun. So, what else have you got going on? Because so you, you, you're one of those mini hats people. This no is, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of hats, you were going to tell us about your the story of this hat. This hat in particular, yes. I okay. like this hat. Uh, so this one, I. It's a fedora. They're all fedoras. <laughs> 
Um, so this one in particular, though, I had a bar out in Beaverton because I used to live in Beaverton. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing comedy from Beaverton sucks, in case you didn't know. Oh, I know. I live there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's why I hate going out to Fagin. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and so uh, it's called the AG, mm-hmm. uh, and it's over next to that Safeway on Murray and Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't that gold? Hmm? No, F-E is go- no, F-E is iron, right? A-G is silver? Oh, age. Uh, I don't know. It stands for Asian Garden because they serve a lot of Asian food. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was thinking metals. Sorry. Uh, but no, I was on the that is definitely table. a thing. That is definitely a thing. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, right? And it's uh, must be karaoke night. There's no other reason I go. Um, and this this dude walks up to me and he sees my hat. The hat I had before this one, mm-hmm. uh, I'd gotten at uh, one of the Halloween shops, either a Halloween City or something like that. Right, so it's a black one with bones on the on the stripe, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'd bought a Jack Skellington pin and I'd put it on there. Right. He walks up and he goes, "I want your hat," <laughs> and like I'd had enough to drink at this point that I turned. I was like, mm, "No," <laughs> and he goes, "No, no, 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 no. Listen, what I do is I collect." people's hats and I, I have a I have a big collection on my wall of, of ones that are just they speak to me they're interesting um and I would like your hat in exchange I would like to give you my hat and he takes this hat off of his head and he sets it on the counter and so I do the polite thing and I take my hat off and I put it on the counter I'm like can I can I pick this up and expect it and, and like... check it out and he's like yeah absolutely and I so I know how much my hat cost mm-hmm. is what what I was really doing so I pick up his hat and I look at the tag and I go to Google to figure out what the retail price of it is, where he got it and shit like that. Right. You don't want to walk away with a $2 hat. It's a $60 fucking hat. That's a nice hat. I paid $9 total for the hat I gave him. Okay. And here's the problem. I, even at my most inebriated, I still, I have this thing. I just always want to be fair. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there trying to talk him out of it. <laughs> I'm like, sir, I'm not sure. I can tell you exactly where to get all of these materials and you can put one together for much cheaper than what you're about to lose. And he's like, that's not even the issue here. I want your hat. I want the one you put together. There's something about the way you make it feel that has its own aura. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's cool as hell. Wendy, which was the bartender, I need you to come officiate something. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I want to make sure you understand the the hat trade. Yeah. I was like, Wendy, come here, come here, come here, come here. This is a $60 hat. Mine, she's like, it's like a $5 hat. I'm like, close enough. (laughs) And she's like, okay, this man wants to trade me hats and this one is his. And she just looks at him and she tells her, she's like, you understand that there's like $50 difference between your hat and his. And he's like, no, 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 I completely understand. And I, I, I just want to trade. And I was like, sold. And I put it the fuck on and I ran. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't have to tell me twice, man. Oh, yeah. man. I like your hat because I'm always looking at the buttons. You have. Um, I see, switched them up recently. It's red and uh, gray and black. And it's um, it's plaid. And it has a Deadpool sticker on it. I can't see the other stickers from here. So. Oh, man. Right now. So I have two that I got from uh, Cor and Riley. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I'm gonna leave you with this. Mm, okay. They're they're my back ones. Okay. Uh, and then I've got Deadpool, and I recently got a couple from Chris S. Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is from the. Oh my God! What's Capsule Corp from? 
I'm going to hate not knowing this. It's the uh, <laughs> it's a puzzle game. Oh, no, you've infected me with this now. I'm telling this you. This is the munchkin game all over again. No. <laughs> Do you know what it's called? It's called Lethologica. I never have a problem recalling that word. <laughs> uh, portal. Portal. Portal 1 and 2. Okay. That's, okay. This okay. one is from the downloadable content of Portal. And then there's a Jurassic Park one on there. Okay. Um, but these are new ones uh, that I, I, I traded out my porn star pin uh, for the Jurassic Park one. And I don't remember what the other one I traded out for. The, I've got a whole stack of them at my house. You are not surprised by this. No, I'm not. You know <laughs> what? I have a bunch of pins at home now. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, mm, I'm going to bring you one. I'm going to do do, I'm gonna do, donate one to your hat the next yeah. time I see you. These these come from other people. Oh, is that? Like, okay. that's, that's the rule. That's I don't okay. I don't buy them anymore. I have a few at home. I'm, I'm going to have to go through them and pick one out for you. The one I think that says Chris Cox on yes. it. Yes. See, now this is the thing. Now, hats in our house are a weird thing. I love hats. I, I will wear. I love to go to tea parties. This is okay. It's, it's highly weird. I understand. But I love a good high tea. And I'm not talking about, like, I'm not, like, talking about like Asian tea. I'm talking like British high tea, three-tiered sandwich plates with all the things and clotted cream and jam. You just and you just want to go hang out with the royal family. I do. And I like to dress up in, in fancy dresses and I wear boas and big giant hats and the whole nine yards. I love hats. My husband can't wear hats to save his life. So then we figured out that he can wear a trilby. That's, I mean, that's... It's similar. Similar, yeah. It's very similar, but it's that whole fedora thing. Well, I have a theory. I think that men who naturally go bald have good heads. You have a good head. I don't understand why you have a really nice head. Damon has a really nice mm -hmm. head. I've only met one person who went naturally bald that had a real shitty head, and I think his mom just dropped him when he was a kid, <laughs> and that his skull just kind of made of a peak at the top, but... Um, Mine's got a divot. I get you have a scar. Oh, What's I've got scar? several. Yeah. Does that where somebody poked your uh, your soft spot when you're <laughs> no? But uh, Damon's head is football shaped. You know how Hey Arnold is football yeah. shaped. Okay, Damon, if you take Hey Arnold's head and turn it the other way, oh. you turn it on its uh, north south see, south axis. Now I'm gonna have to see him from the side. Uh -huh. Give he, me a profile. He does. View. He has a really long, like kind of alien type of head. Um, I love you, Damon. I mean, hey, um, whatever you're into. I know, right? But it's thin. So if you put an, your hat on his head, I can tell by looking at it. If we put his hat, your hat on his head, it would sit on top of his ears and it would it would rock back and forth on the left and right. Yeah. And But it would really tighten his forehead and the back <laughs> of his head be, and have these open spaces. It's the weirdest thing. Hats are a weird thing. They're very polarizing. Like they're very, I've built incomplete outfits around hats. Yeah. Um, I, I really just wear whatever uh, I've managed to collect. Like, hang on. So you're like, I'm just, I'm not into it like that, April? No, no, no. I wish I had the money to like dress the way I want to. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't, right? But I don't know. I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, I, I, if I spent the money to dress the way I want to, I would look like a, like a goth queen. I would be a goth queen. I would call, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I would walk around like. I would walk around like, you know. To be fair. Carolyn Jones. Why not? Yeah, right? I mean, who cares? Yeah. Uh, I used to dress up so much. I don't know about you. You strike me as you have the same kind of like fashion sense that I do that you just don't give a fuck what people think. And that you're like, if I think this combo of things works for me, 
this is what I'm doing. I like that that's how that comes off. It's not it's not intentional? <laughs> no. Again, uh, Am so... Am I insulting you? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm about to tell you just how nice you were to me right now. So Damon's... I... 90% of the clothing I have mm -hmm. is stuff that I had before I left Alaska, which means it's stuff that was either handed down to me from an older brother or me and my parents got a, a goodwill. Like, it was it was just whatever we could afford. That's right. That's it. It wasn't based on, like, me liking it at all, even... It was just, oh, this fits and I can afford it. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't, I don't like most of my clothing. Oh, really? I, I don't. Well, I don't either. I'm not your clothing. <laughs> I don't, I don't like most of my clothing, but I, I know <laughs> what you mean. I don't like your clothing either. You suck. No, I'm kidding. I have like, I have uh, a pair of bondage pants from, uh, or the trip pants, I guess, is what you people oh, okay. call them down here in the Lesser Forty Eight. <laughs> I'm gonna say that again. The lesser forty-eight. 48. Yeah. Cause, anyway, because <laughs> you know you. Oh yeah, you got to talk about where you're from and all of that. Have I not said it already? Not on this show. I'm sorry. It usually comes out of my face in like ten seconds. I'm from uh, the wonderful little town of North Pole, Alaska. Nice. Uh, you're Santa Claus. <laughs> Chris with a K. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you are Chris. Kringle, you are Santa Claus. Is that what you're saying? No, I am saying you're though, coming out on bless your heart that you are Chris Kringle. Okay, we got it. We got it. My parents are going to hear this, and the only words they're going to hear for this entire show is, "Oh, you're coming out." <laughs> That's going to be it. I'm going to hear about this for weeks. <laughs> Hi, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Cox. Oh, dude, I I tell you, it it's really interesting to talk to people who are comedians who had to live with weird last names. Um, admittedly, yours is far worse than mine. Um, mine is... I was like, what's wrong with yours? My last name, no, before I got married, was Bowling, like the game. Oh, okay. And it was just irritating. It was one of those irritating things, like anytime somebody wanted to, like... You know how they would take your picture in school and then they would stick it in the yearbook? Mm -hmm. And then somebody would on the yearbook team would draw, like, crazy pictures in the background, you know, and do all that stuff. They would always put, like, bowling balls and shit behind mine. And I'm like, just, just my last name. It doesn't... I'm not a bowler. Fuck. You know, that kind of thing. I hated it. Yeah, but, yeah. When they but did that at least me, I was... was just... Yeah, I was going to flying penises. Yeah, I know. At least I didn't have to deal with having a penis name. That's yeah. I you're <laughs> had to go through high school with that, huh? <laughs> oh my god. So you've you've heard the bits about it. Um some of them. Yeah. So when I when I got into high school, uh I learned that people like something something happens in your brain when you get into high school where uh, a chemicals released and mm -hmm. you feel the need to be funny and mean at the same time. I'm that way now. And well, I didn't say it stops being produced <laughs> okay. after high school. Okay. This is true. This is true. <laughs> um, and so people realized that my name is Chris Cox and I have an older brother. Mm -hmm. And so for a solid year of my life, my name was Little Cox. <laughs> I really thought you were going to swallow that before I said it, and then you didn't, and no, here uh, we are. I almost spit that out across it was, the room. I was worried about it. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> All anybody would have heard was little cocks and then just this electrical... <laughs> and that's, that was it for Bless Your Heart. No, I mean, that, what a way to go. I know, right? <laughs> that is great, though. So then I broke my leg the next year. And it turns out that another term for somebody who crutches around is gimp. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever tried to get a date with a girl 
or with a sane girl with a name like Gimpy Cox. No. Uh, but I have, and I can't do it. <laughs> Didn't work. No, no. Every date ends the same fucking way. The safe word is pineapple. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the zipping motion of the of the gag mask was great. Thank you. Um, no, I imagine. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a guy I used to work with at uh, Fantasy. I hope he doesn't mind me saying his name. Uh, his last name was Sheeler. And his first name was Kent, so it was Kent Sheeler. And he said that when he was in school, the kids would be like, hey, it's Kent Sheeler. And then somebody called him a cunt feeler because they're just doing that whole Kent Sheeler, the cunt feeler. And he was like, that's not an insult. I don't know what. (laughs) Yeah. I'd have been like, so when was the last time you touched pussy? Like, (laughs) like you're giving me a reputation, man. Like, the girls are going to be coming to me like, so what is this you do? I hear about (laughs) Right. I mean, if you've got a name about it, I mean, you got to be good. I've always, I've always said that I think parents should, um, and I, I gave this advice to my nieces and nephews. And this coming from a girl who has no children, when you start thinking about naming kids, give the name to the entire name to a ten-year-old, and, and just ask, see what happens, and say, make fun of this, and see what a ten-year-old can do with it. And and if 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 it's something like, um, you know, Kent Sheeler the cunt feeler, it's going to come out, you know. <laughs> I feel like what I've just learned today, April, is that at the tender age of 10, you knew the word cunt, like, intimately, I... which does explain so much more about your license plate <laughs> fetish. I, You know what? I do not know why I'm fascinated with that word. I don't know what... Ha- what no, you know what? I can tell you exactly what it is. I'm glad I could be here for this therapy session, April. <laughs> it's so funny. I just know that it always makes me laugh whenever something comes up that everybody is just torn up about like okay we all agree that nazis suck so that's fine but when it's something like a bunch of people get really like straight haired over uh, a word i'm like really this word bothers you the word cunt bothers you does the word cunt bother you a lot because i'm going to start using it a lot and that's kind of what <laughs> happened i had a club called the cunt club and i, I used believe to, you i did and i mean business cards and i handed them out and i had memberships and the whole nine yards in fact i think i'm i'm member number zero zero i believe my sister was zero one and my best friend bridget was zero two <laughs> i think damon was a cut as well i mean please i don't know that he's still not please tell me you're pulling out a cunt club card I'm pulling out a different card, hopefully. I'm, I am I wasn't going to say anything because I'm not sure that I actually have them on me right now. Give me a second. I think my sister still has her cunt club card, but I don't have mine. I, I don't think I knew you back in this time, so I don't know how I would have become a member. This is true. I think you're really young, too. I, I mean, mailed out a few of real. them. Define real. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, on this plane... Well, I meant you said real young, and I'm like, define real young. Mm, that's true. You might not have even been born. I'm like, I'm just saying that I'm old enough to go into bars, April. I'm not like that young. Jeez. But I'm saying I'm that old. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I love. I am sitting here watching you dig in just your wallet. You're a Woody Woodpecker wallet. This is oh, Knuckles, Sonic. Knuckles the Echidna. Okay. <laughs> do not do not fuck with this. All right. I swear to God, it looked like Woody the Woodpecker <laughs> from where I'm sitting. I was like, Woody the Woodpecker? By golly, I just have too many Oh, cards. it says Sonic on your wallet. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, I have to have some of these on me. Oh. I like to give them out to people. Oh, what are you looking for? 
So you have a hotbox VIP card. What is that? Uh, different kind of hotbox. Okay, I was gonna be like, uh, Christopher uh, Boatrot, uh, what are these hotbox VIP cards, and why do I not have one? I might just not. Oh no, this would be sad. Oh no. I'm gonna have to get you one later. Um, what I did was, uh, I guess when my dad was younger, he had made these cards up. Um, that say, and in in real fancy uh, script. Um, you are cordially invited to go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, and so right before I left Alaska, I accidentally happened upon a case of these cards. <laughs> uh, and I am not the best son ever. So you took them? Yeah, they came here with me. <laughs> All 350 of them. They would have come with me too, yes. And now he's going to know. Now he knows that I've been... <laughs> sharing these for the last three years that I've been here. Do you know who Opie and Anthony are? Ooh, my tummy just rumbled. I mean, are Opie and Anthony, like, delicious? No. Opie, no, sorry, those were two different <laughs> thoughts. Do you know who Opie and Anthony are from New York? They used to do, um, they used to do radio shows. They're, I don't think I do. They were kind of Howard Stern's rivals, so that kind of tells you how they how they operate and it was really great in their intro to their show every day they would have anthony's voice go you're cordially invited to a robbery rape <laughs> <laughs> i was like i think i want to skip out in that party man. i wonder if that's where dad got it from <laughs> you're cordially invited to fuck off how old are you uh i will be 28 this year oh you're a baby okay well you that answers that yeah because i've been married 23 years well, okay. So that means I created the Cunt Club 20 years ago, 20, 19, 18 years ago. So you were just a baby. You couldn't have had a Cunt Club card. I'd be really surprised. Yeah. I uh, I was a member of the uh, I Hate Big Brothers Club. Uh, I was I was the second inaugural member of, of the, my- You my, hate the television my, show? No, no, no. My Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's dedicated. It's like, this show sucks so bad. We need to, to create a club of people who hate it. Oh, man. You are having the worst time with that wallet. Yeah. I want to help you so bad. No, no, no. You just got to let, think, me, I'm, let me fight it out. I'm going to sit here in total silence until you fight it out. No, that's we're going to be here forever, and we have a show to do. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Bless Your Heart. Yeah. Total silence. Episode number 19. Why have we skipped three episodes? We've just been sitting here in awkward silence for the last... Three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> we had him come back weekly until he could figure out how a wallet works. <laughs> You're still having problems. I told you this was going to be forever. The issue is that I have too many little cards that have to fit in. <laughs> but I don't like splitting it up. Yeah. Because I don't want to go digging through two pockets to find all of my people I'm supposed to get in touch with. So, Do you see that thing sitting on the table there right next to your microphone? Yeah. You know you can put all the information from those things in your wallet into that little contraption right there. Then at the touch of a finger, fucking everything's there. It's crazy. That would involve me like making a whole <laughs> file for it, though. And that's like... Adding them to your contacts. Yeah. And, and like... 
these aren't all necessarily people. These are just uh, a lot of them are I'm on the max or the bus <laughs> and uh, I self-promote like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like my girlfriend hates it. No weed store I've ever been to doesn't know every show I'm doing that week. Okay? You know, I really <laughs> wish I had your tenacity in that. I should pr- I should promote myself more. I yes, really should. Yes. As we m- should all promote ourselves more, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Like, you need to be on the ball with that. It's like, do you know who the greatest person in the world is? Me. And you need to come see me perform. That's what, that's the way. I wish I could have that. Because I've seen people like that. I wish I could do that. Um, I'm just going to tell you, fake it till you make it with that one. Yeah. Honestly. Well, that's usually the advice for most things. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. All right, so we're coming up at the end of this hour. So we've almost gone, we've gone well over... Uh, well, shit. I know, right? We're going into 50 minutes, and I know we were like four minutes in when we started. So what do you want to talk about and wrap this up? Oh, no. no. <clears throat> Is there anything you wanted to? I mean, because, you know, Bless Your Heart originally started out. It was supposed to be. It was originally supposed to be. Uh, have you listened to any of the episodes? No, I uh, started listening to number f- 14. Okay. Because uh, that was the one where I get the shout out. Oh, okay. And I got as far as the shout out before the weed kicked in. And, and then I was, was off yeah. doing whatever. Yeah. I completely approve of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically what it was supposed to be was is um, when I was a kid growing up, my uh, I had the kind of parents that lied to me all the time. Do you, did you have parents like that? No, I was I was six when my parents found me in the garage with a crossbow waiting for Santa and they realized that you got to be real straight with me so that I don't do stupid shit. Do you know that I used to sit up and wait with wait for Santa with a shotgun with my dad? I did not. See, your dad approved. My dad did not. Of course, my dad found me. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, it's a good thing your dad found you because you would have killed your dad probably. No, no, no. I was in the garage pointing it at the boiler because we didn't have a fireplace. And I was like, well, this is the only stack we've got. This has got to be where he comes in. And then... Why were you going after Santa? Okay, look, here's the thing, all right? Okay. (laughs) My family is not uh, rich, uh, but we are like the one shitty house in a neighborhood of like people with nice houses. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> okay. And I didn't understand how me, the guy who, you know, helps take care of the house, you know, helps with his little sisters, we never even talked about the birthdays thing. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about birthdays We will at talk all. in circles forever, April. Well, <laughs> that's that's the joy of the show. I didn't even explain to you what Bless Your Heart is about, and I tried. But, <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, oh, no. Where was I? <laughs> I'm not even high. That's the thing. Neither am I. I've been at work all day. We're going to have to fix that when We've we finish. We've been working. All... No, i got to drive home. So I, I, I know. How dare you be so responsible? I know. What was I talking about? Before the birthdays, it was... You were saying that you were waiting on Santa Claus with a crossbow, and here was the thing. Yes. Okay. Why I was mad at Santa, okay? I was a good kid. I did as much as I could, right? And my cross-door neighbor was a piece of shit. And that kid got a four-wheeler, and I got a lighter leash, and I wanted to know what the fuck was up, because <laughs> I assumed there was a mix-up, and I wanted this man to fix it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's a good point. And look, I figured, you know, crossbow to the knee, he's a magical creature. Like, he can heal out of that, but it's going to slow him down long enough for me to get some answers. Didn't you consider you were going to get put on the naughty list at that point? I mean, I was getting a lighter leash for Christmas when I was good. What was I worried about? Yeah, this is true. Now, <laughs> now I told this story last night at Hotbox. So actually, if you want to go back when he posts a video and watch it, you can. But here's the gist of me and my dad. My dad 
would um, basically, he got the idea in his head that we should wait on Santa with a shotgun. And we, if we killed Santa, we could get all the toys. Yeah. And then he was like, and um, actually, I think I told him the story that I suggested it last night, but actually it was my dad who suggested it, that we also clean out the freezer and then we can put in all the uh, reindeer, reindeer meat. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this was a, it was a win-win situation. And then we would sit on the couch and we would wait and then I would go to sleep. And then when I would wake up, I would wake up to shotgun blasts, run outside and he'd be shooting into the air and be like, did you get him? No, I missed again. <laughs> Damn it. I'd be like, it's all right, daddy. You'll get him next year. You know, so, yeah, I, I said Santa Claus is not as smart as everybody thinks he is, because if he knew what we were thinking at our house, he'd have never stopped by. And he stopped by every year. <laughs> so... Before we wrap this up, yes. um, I'm going to give a shout out here because mm-hmm. it is going to air on the 12th, mm-hmm. which is my uh, oldest sister, Nikki's birthday. Okay. Uh, and then on the 13th mm-hmm. is my youngest sister, Angel's birthday. Wow. So happy birthday to the both of you. Uh, and then, of course, on the 14th is Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And then you then you have to deal with the girlfriend. I mean, deal with. She's sweet. I really like your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, I uh, first time I ever met her was at Harvey's, but I only think I spoke to her for like a minute. And then uh, not even that. And then I only got to speak to her for a minute at FAC. And she's real sweet. I'd love to sit and talk to her more. Maybe we should bring her in here and have a like a bring you on you guys on to marriage survival boot camp. Yeah, and be like, talk you know, about what dating is like nowadays compared because Damon, think about this. Damon, I've been married so long. Neither of us have ever been on Tinder. Mm hmm. We, we, my, I have a nephew who's married to the woman he met online. When he met her online, it was scandalous. Do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was, it was at a time when dating online was scandalous, and it was like, and now it's no big deal. Like it's weird. It's we're about to celebrate one year together. Right on. Is uh, dating? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Where'd you meet? On Tinder. <laughs> You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. 